0: Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 489 for March 1 through 15, 2019. This Week in Astrology is the free podcast that deepens your astrological wisdom. We always start with a forecast and regularly include other special features. Make This Week in Astrology a regular part of your astrological education. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from the virtual location of ThisWeekInAstrology.com and the physical location of Asheville, North Carolina. To get to a specific part of the show, including the forecast for a particular date, check out the index at the very end of this mp3. You can also see this index in writing at ThisWeekInAstrology.blogspot.com. On this show, we're going to start with the forecast, then we're going to have some announcements. Uh, Somewhere in the announcements. You're also going to hear the announcement of our free session winner. So if you've ever sent in your info to the show, then listen for your name there. It has to be someone. (laughs) And then we're going to have a listener chart where I will uh, go into the chart of Amanda and discuss how the new moon is affecting her natal Mars and Jupiter and how she can best work with that. So that's what we got for you let's dive into the forecast. Uranus makes its definitive entry into Taurus, where it will stay for over seven years in the first half of March. We also have Mercury turning retrograde under strong influence from Chiron, a powerfully aspected Pisces new moon, and much more. What's old as we come into March? We have a waning moon, three continuing aspect patterns, including two grand crosses and a hard rectangle, and at the moment, no retrograde planets. So now, let's move on to our individual days of the forecast. On Friday, March 1st, which of your relationships, artistic directions, and financial approaches need a paradigm shift? The ones being challenged are being lit up by a Venus-Uranus square, Venus 29 degrees 7 minutes Capricorn, and Uranus at the same degree of Aries. With Venus and Capricorn, take a practical, down-to-Earth, results-oriented approach to any issues that arise on Saturday, March 2nd. It's a blessing that yesterday's Venus-Uranus square is followed by today's Venus-Chiron sextile. Venus, zero degrees, 38 minutes Aquarius, Chiron at the same degree of Aries. If you need help, reach out to those who can provide mentoring or healing for your challenged relationships, creativity, and finances. Venus just moved into Aquarius, so an outside-the-box approach might work best, and heed your intuitive flashes. On Tuesday, March 5th, Mercury turns retrograde today at 118 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That'll be at 29 degrees, 38 minutes, Pisces. The Winged Messenger will turn direct again on March 28th at 9.58 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 16 degrees, Pisces. This Mercury retrograde takes place entirely within Pisces. While Mercury's backpedaling, reflect on how you're doing with your spiritual awakening practices, expressing your inspired creativity, and meeting the world with unconditional love and compassion. Note if the dark side of Pisces is coloring your experience, substance abuse, excessive escapism, aimless drifting, or playing the victim. Mercury stations about one degree from Chiron. Contemplate whether you're putting enough attention on doing shadow work to heal your old wounds. Are you acting as a healer or mentor to others? As always, the standard Mercury Retrograde guidance applies. If possible, avoid signing important contracts or making major purchases. Make sure you're understanding and being understood. Double-check travel plans and back up important data. Mercury Retrograde is a wonderful time for reflection and contemplation on anything. It's also ideal for completing projects already started and making repairs. Also, on Tuesday, March 5th, serving a higher cause from a space of flowing inspiration is supported by a Neptune-Vesta conjunction at 16 degrees Pisces. On Wednesday, March 6th, an outer planet changing signs is always astrological headline news. Uranus spends about seven years in each sign, and today, March 6th, completes its transition from Aries to Taurus. Uranus first entered Taurus on May 15th of 2018 and retrograded into Aries on November 6th of 2018. Uranus will stay in the sign of the bull for over seven years before entering Gemini in late April of 2026. At first blush, the differences between Uranus and Taurus would seem to make this a difficult placement. Uranus loves revolution, paradigm shift, and quick change. Taurus can be stubborn to a fault. Its motto can be, the devil I know is better than the devil I don't know. Undoubtedly, we'll experience some of this irresistible force meets unmovable object dynamic with Uranus and Taurus, but harmonious common ground can always be found between astrological archetypes. Here are some life-affirming combinations of these energies. Fly your freak flag, bringing the fullness of your unique human self into grounded everyday manifestation follow the guidance of your intuitive flashes in your daily life. Take a fresh look at your relationship with money and possessions. To me, it now seems insane to have a life or society primarily motivated by the accumulation of wealth. What would your life look like if you prioritized your authentic individual expression, followed your intuitive flashes, and served others using your special gifts that you most love to use? That's all Uranus territory. Most of us do need income to survive. Can you revolutionize your livelihood to align more harmoniously with your life purpose? Even if you earned less money, would you be happier doing what your soul sent you here to do? I made this trade-off 17 years ago. I've loved what I've done for a living ever since, and I've never regretted my departure from that soul-deadening corporate job. Revolutionize sensuality. What outside-the-box approach would maximize the pleasure you enjoy in sight? sound, scent, taste, and touch. Physical pleasure is profoundly healing, and of course, it feels wonderful. Awaken to the living earth. Every tree, stone, and stream has a living consciousness that you can connect to. Are you not yet awake to the shamanic middle world, where every physical being has a perceptible energy field and consciousness? Sit quietly with an object that attracts you. Ask to be aware of its living consciousness it could be your first step into a larger world. Globally, climate change has already set the stage for much of the Earth's land to be radically transformed over the next seven years, accompanied by large-scale disruption and suffering, unfortunately. With any luck, this will persuade the global powers that be to make their own radical shift to increasingly prioritize sustainability over short-term gain. This is also a time when major changes in farming to eco-friendly high-yield methods are more likely. I'm excited about Uranus coming into Taurus. Which of its numerous high-side potentials will you cultivate? Also on Wednesday, March 6th, a Pisces new moon aligns today at 11.04 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That'll be at 15 degrees, 47 minutes, Pisces. Any Pisces new moon is great for new beginnings in spiritual awakening practices, inspired creativity, and opening your heart more fully to unconditional love and compassion. Aspects This new moon features a very tight quadruple conjunction of the sun, moon, Neptune, and Vesta. These four planets are less than one degree apart. Neptune has the same meaning as Pisces, so it makes the energies mentioned above even stronger. Vesta's fundamental meaning, selfless service to a higher cause, is a natural fit with the Neptune-Pisces theme of unconditional love and compassion. The next strongest new moon influences are sextiles from two planets. Taurian Mars contributes long-lasting energy to your new moon endeavors. Capricornian Saturn supports you in realizing your dreams by using discipline, focus, skillful planning, and good time management. The planets mentioned so far harmoniously and energetically support the law of attraction and embodied awakening. I'll give you some links to those in a moment. There's also three squares to the luminaries in the mix. A square from Jupiter can give all the other aspects a boost, as long as you don't scatter yourself too thin or think that there's only one true way to get something accomplished. A square from Ceres can amplify abundance or bring up sorrow to be healed. Finally, a square from Juno invites you to contemplate whether your committed partnerships meet your ideals. A moment ago, I mentioned Law of Attraction. You can learn more about that on my site, astroshaman.com. Go to the search box and type Law of Attraction Made Simple. Regarding embodied awakening on the current site, um, go to resources on the menu bar. First pull down says invocations for healing and awakening. And the first post that comes up from there will tell you much more about that. All this information is free. Now, we still have to do the Sabian symbol on the lunation. This new moon Sabian symbol is, in a quiet moment, a creative individual experiences the flow of inspiration. So, set aside some quiet time and call in your genius. Finally, on Wednesday, March 6, the meaning of today's Sun-Neptune conjunction at 16 Pisces is already explained within the new moon interpretation I just gave you. Make that amazing life you've been dreaming about a daily reality with support from Astro Shamanic Life Coaching. My unique combination of helping modalities, refined through more than 7,000 life-transforming Astro Shaman client sessions, can help you thrive in every area of your life. And my unusual approach could help you do this faster than you might have thought possible. To learn more, go to astroshaman.com. On the menu bar, look for the word services, and life coaching is in that pull-down. On Saturday, March 9th, your Law of Attraction Juju, as well as your ability to walk between the worlds in embodied awakening, is supported by a Sun-Saturn sextile, Sun 18 Pisces, Saturn 18 Capricorn. This harmonious, energizing aspect also supports the manifestation of your creative visions and routinely expressing divine love and compassion. On Sunday, March 10th, Your everyday actions can be directed by a constant flow of intuitive guidance as Mars sextiles Neptune, Mars 16 Taurus, Neptune 16 Pisces. This smoothly energizing aspect also supports sacred sex, in-the-flow athletic performance, and inspired leadership. On Monday, March 11th, clear, intuitively inspired thinking can be smoothly supported by unstoppable action in alignment with your heart-resonant soul purpose, thanks to a cradle featuring the Sun, Mercury, Mars, and the lunar nodes. It begins on March 11th, peaks on the 15th, and ends on the 20th. Clear, intuitively inspired thinking is supported by a Sun-Mercury conjunction in Pisces. Tarian Mars contributes the unstoppable action, and the North Node in Cancer contributes the heart-resonant soul purpose. On Wednesday, March 13th, perseverance and alignment with your heart-centered life purpose can lead to joy, breakthrough, and wisdom. That's a great way to work with a Mars-Jupiter north node yod that starts today on the 13th, peaks on the 22nd, and ends on the 29th. Stick-to-itiveness and following your true north can also support foreign travel, higher education, and sharing life-transforming wisdom. Also, on Wednesday, March 13th, Is a committed partnership bringing you more abundance or sorrow? Keep an eye on this while a hard rectangle featuring Ceres, Juno, and the lunar nodes is active. This aspect pattern, composed of challenging oppositions, sesquares, and semisquares, started on February 26, peaks today on March 13, and ends on March 19. The lunar nodes indicate life purpose, while Juno stands for committed partnership, but Ceres is the pivotal planet in this configuration. She'll bring up sorrow to alert you to challenges in a committed partnership or can shower you with abundance if the partnership is going well. If your partner is good at holding space, this hard rectangle can bring up shadow material to be processed within this safe container. To work through issues with your partner, try the four-part nonviolent communication process. To heal challenging emotions and their root causes, try my free healing invocation. Uh, To get through the four-part nonviolent communication process, simply Google that phrase and it will come right up for you. The healing invocation, uh, you get to that the same way as my other invocation, uh, astroshaman.com, on the menu bar, resources, first pull down, invocations for healing and awakening, and this time you'll go to the second post, which says your negative reactions, golden opportunities for clearing and awakening. Also, on Wednesday, March 13th, Would you like to amplify your wealth and power? Hold your specific vision strongly, perhaps by using the Law of Attraction, as the Piscean Sun makes two aspects, a Sun-Pluto sextile, Sun 23 Pisces, Pluto 23 Capricorn, and a Sun-Jupiter square. That's the Sun at 23 Pisces, Jupiter at 23 Sagittarius. Wealth can be anything that you value, while power with is more harmonious than power over. On March 14th, Thursday, smooth persistence is supported by a Mars-Saturn trine, Mars-19 Taurus, Saturn-19 Capricorn, that's on the 14th of March. This aspect is built for productivity, but trines only go so far on their own. The more effort you add, the more rewarding your outcome will be. This next forecast covers both March 14 and 15, that Thursday and Friday. Mercury makes two aspects on consecutive days, a Sun-Mercury conjunction at 24 Pisces on the 14th and a Mercury-Jupiter square, Mercury-23 Pisces-Jupiter-23 Sagittarius on March 15th. Taken together, these aspects can supercharge your ability and desire to learn and communicate. If you have information to absorb or a message to broadcast, consider doing it now. With Mercury and Pisces, don't restrict yourself to logic and rationality. Lots of intuitive information may be pouring down the pipeline. Finally, on Friday, March 15th, that cradle with the Sun, Mercury, Mars, and the lunar nodes that started on March 11th peaks today on the 15th and ends on the 20th. Looking ahead to our next podcast for the second half of March, we're going to have Mercury turning direct. We're going to have the sun entering Aries, which means we'll be talking about the spring equinox chart. We'll have a full moon in Libra. Uh, there's some outer planets aspecting some asteroid goddesses. Pluto is going to sextile Vesta and square Pallas Athena, and Neptune will be squaring Juno. And we've also got some new aspect patterns, a new T-square, and most interesting, uh, triple and quadruple yods with lots of planets. And that's a very complex and very interesting interpretation on those. I'll be happy to share that with you next time. And I encourage you to join me. As always, I'll be here giving you the best uses of the astrological energies. You can hear my forecast on This Week in Astrology, but would you also like to get a free, concise version in writing? How about having it conveniently pop into your inbox? And while we're at it, How about occasional bonus articles on astrology, along with simple, powerful healing and awakening techniques? That's what you get with Astro Shaman's free email newsletter. To subscribe, go to astroshaman.com. You'll see the newsletter sign-up form at the top of the sidebar. And if you like calculating your own astrology charts, why not use the world's leading Windows astrology software and get it for the lowest price available? AstroShaman is an authorized dealer for SolarFire Gold, which also runs on Mac's running Windows and recent Windows tablets. To learn more or place your order, visit AstroShaman.com. From there, click on Products in the menu bar and choose SolarFire Software from the drop-down menu. A free forecast newsletter and the best available price on SolarFire Gold. Two great reasons to visit AstroShaman.com right now. Welcome to our announcements section. First, I'd like to thank those who've sent their chart data in in the last month, including Abby, Idy, Cynthia, Leah, another Cynthia, Kristen, and Rebecca. Peace, love, and abundance are your divine birthright. You just need to understand the map that will lead you to them. The Activate Your Life Through Astrology Summit features over 20 experts, including me. Our wisdom will help you with money, intuition, and spiritual awakening. You'll gain fresh insight into love and relationships, as well as parenting, creativity, healing, and much more. Learn why we're all feeling such a major shift. Learn how to tap into planetary cycles for manifestation. Learn how astrology can help you create ease and abundance. Receive over 20 free gifts, including readings from expert astrologers. It's not too late to jump in. Get free access to the Activate Your Life Through Astrology online summit, by going to astroshaman.com, look in the What's New section, and you'll see it right there. We're celebrating the 6th Annual Wildman Gathering, August 16-18. to This weekend of Elemental Initiations for Men happens near Asheville, North Carolina, and you can save $100 with the early bird rate when you pay your deposit by March 21st. You'll go within. You'll go deep. You will dance. You will bellow and scream, You will sit in deep stillness and silence. You will walk across fire. You will walk away a new man. Are you a man who wants to co-create your destiny in alignment with your soul's true nature? Do you want to live a life overflowing with passion and vitality while holding a profound stillness within? I facilitate one of the small group clans at the Wild Man Gathering. Every year I see how profoundly men are transformed by this soul-deep weekend immersion. As I said earlier, you can save $100 with the early bird rate when you pay your deposit by March 21st. Learn more in the What's New section of astroshaman.com. We now have three different meetups each month at our home here in Asheville, North Carolina. They all meet on a Tuesday at 7 p.m. The first Tuesday of each month, we do our new Ecstatic Divine Group Consciousness event. Second Tuesdays is a Singa, or Grandfather Tobacco, ceremony. Third Tuesdays is the Shamanic Awakening Ceremony we've already been doing. If you're in the Asheville area, go to meetup.com and search for the words Shamanic Awakening to learn more. We should have another interactive listener consultation on our next episode. To have your question considered for an interactive listener consultation, it needs to be about a specific issue that's important in your life right now, such as soul purpose, relationship, career, spirituality, or your talents and abilities. Email your question along with your date, time, and city of birth to info at astroshaman.com to have your question considered. And that's all the announcements. Thanks for your attention. Our listener chart features Amanda. This is the Amanda born on September 23, 1956, 6.22 a.m. Palestine, Texas. And if you want to run her chart for yourself, look for Libra rising at 1 degree, 52 minutes, and the moon should be in Taurus at 10 degrees, 33 minutes. I picked Amanda because this new moon in Pisces is landing right on top of her Mars, which is also an angular ruler, and opposing her Jupiter. So first we're going to get a sense of what the natal planets mean, and then we'll add on the effects from the new moon and its most important transiting planets. So, as I always do on these, sometimes I'll speak directly to Amanda, sometimes I'll speak to the rest of the listeners. So, Mars, having a new moon land right on it, of course activates the very basic meanings of Mars that everybody has. So, Mars is the warrior, pioneer, entrepreneur, the sexual being. Its motto is, just do it. Now, Amanda, your Mars is in Pisces. And so this energizes Piscean themes. And we've talked a lot about those in the forecast earlier in this podcast. The high Pisces is um, spiritual awakening practices and inspired creativity and embodying unconditional love and compassion as much as possible. So this suggests that you might have a drive toward those sorts of things. Alternatively, the drive might now or at some prior time have moved toward the darker side of Pisces, again mentioned earlier, but I'll reiterate quickly. Low Pisces can be uh, substance abuse, excessive escapism, uh, aimless drifting, or it could be playing victim in a relationship, which actually has more to do with one thing your Mars specifically represents. So um, also, Amanda, your Mars is in house number six, and the meanings of this house are the house of service to others, the house of health, and the house of doing things with great detail. So um, as we look at the Mars, it might be passionately toward the Piscean things we talked about. You might really be excited about service or getting the details right, etc. cetera. Um, Mars goes even further because, as I said earlier, it is ruling an angle of yours, and that angle is the seventh house or descendant. You have Aries on the cusp of that sign, and Mars is the only ruling planet of Aries. So this lets us know that relationships, all important relationships of any kind, that could be lover, spouse, family, friend, uh, business associate, an open enemy, anyone who's important in your life for any reason is ruled by the seventh house. And as if all that wasn't enough, uh, Mars rules a second house because it's the ancient ruler of Scorpio. And in the house system, I use Amanda, the porphyry house system. I show Scorpio on the cusp of second house. And that's the house of your possessions, your money, things you own and control individually. And it also can represent the income from your livelihood and your self-esteem. So, wow, one planet Mars representing all that when you dive into its sign and its house and the houses that it rules and its natal meaning. So that's the main juice uh, that this new moon is lighting up. Now let's have a look also at Jupiter right across the chart, because this new moon is opposing Jupiter, and while this obviously is not as strong as the conjunction to Mars, it is still powerful. Jupiter has many core meanings of its own. Jupiter stands for enthusiasm, joy, and celebration. Jupiter is higher education, and it's the one delivering higher education, like the professor, the philosopher, or the guru. It represents foreign countries and the culture and wisdom that they bring. It represents being on a quest or adventure. Uh, It also represents politics. So Jupiter has quite a variety of meanings of its own because that fits because it's also an endlessly expansive planet. It's the biggest one in the solar system other than the sun. Um, So all that is being stimulated by the new moon as well. So also, of course, Jupiter's house and sign have some bearing here. So now we start to get some overlap. Jupiter is in the sign of Virgo. And remember, Mars is in house number six. Virgo and the sixth house mean the same thing. So Jupiter is also expanding the themes of service to others and getting the details right and health. In terms of rulership, Jupiter rules the third house because Sagittarius is on the cusp of that sign and third house is about learning and sharing information. Jupiter also rules Pisces anciently And that's the sign on your sixth house. So that brings us back once again to that sixth house theme of service to others and getting the details right and health, whether that's your health or uh, catalyzing health for someone else. So that's what the two planets really being stimulated by the new moon have to represent. That's a pretty thorough explanation. So now let's get down to the transiting uh, event itself. Of course, the new moon is at 1547 uh, Pisces. Uh, Your Mars is at 1459, so it's less than one degree from conjunction to the new moon. Your Jupiter is at 16, even closer. So that's what, 13, um, not even half a degree off exactitude. So both hits are very strong. So at the very basic level, new moons are new beginnings. So of all the themes I named, Amanda, you can fire up something new in any of those. So free range, any new thing you want to do. I mean, of course, a new moon can support any new thing you want to do broadly, but you'll probably have more juice behind it if it relates to a theme that's being specifically stimulated by that new moon. So let's go a little more broad. We're not going to cover every single uh, planet that aspects the new moon. That's helpful for a general forecast, but... Typically, the slower the planet is, the more meaningful it is. And if you get down into anything that's too quick, it simply becomes a trigger. and doesn't add a significant amount of meaning. So the most obvious uh, one to add in, apart from the sun and moon, is Neptune, which has tightly conjunct them and is also the slowest planet aspecting the new moon. So here's Neptune, which has recently conjoined Mars and opposed Jupiter. And this reinforces a theme we saw earlier, because that's Pisces. So with Neptune in the game, then a fabulous time to really amp up the spiritual awakening practices, as well as the uh, unconditional love and compassion. And if you're getting a lot of creative inspiration, fabulous way to bring that in as well. If you're involved in any of the low Neptune things I was talking about, or Piscean things, then... um, Broadly speaking, if you focus on the high potential of a planet or sign, there's less energy left over for that same catalyst to go to the low side. Now, with something as serious as addiction, if you're into that, you know, that's obviously not as simple as that, but it is a start. Uh, Vesta is worth mentioning here as well. Uh, both because it's part of that quadruple conjunction with the sun and moon and, um, also, because it repeats a theme. I think I mentioned earlier in the podcast that um, Pisces, unconditional love and compassion relates to Vesta, which is sacred service to a higher cause. So, if you are so inclined to serve in that way, it's also sixth house, <laughs> then that would be really resonant as well. As I look at the other uh, transiting planets, um, really, most of them are either too slow or too distant in their aspect to be meaningful in terms of their connection here. The one that is worth a mention, I think, is Saturn, which is, um, although at or or getting close to the orb of its strong influence, since it will be retrograding back and moving back and forth through the range of them through the year, I think I'll include him as well. So Saturn, sextile Mars, uh, again, transiting Saturn to natal Mars, adds a lot of um, consistency energy, Saturn and Mars together. I like to call the energizer bunny setup because Mars gives the raw energy and Saturn likes to parcel it out and manage it so it lasts a long time. So that's a bonus because it gives you a lot of extra staying power on any of the things you want to do, whether you think of it as sextile Mars or trine Jupiter, the transiting Saturn. Um, And probably worth mentioning, uh, transiting Mars being sextile its own natal position in your chart, Amanda, and trying the Jupiter. That just has a little more fiery, get-it-going enthusiasm energy as well. So I think we've covered the main things that are uh, being done by this new moon and its uh, correlated transiting planets to your Mars and Jupiter, Amanda. Um, so if you have any comments on what's happening, of course, the nature of astrology, it is archetypally predictive, but not concretely predictive. I laid out a whole range of ways in which you either might be noticing effects or choosing to partner with the planets to create certain effects here. So if you've heard this and you are open to giving me some feedback, please pop me an email at info at astroshaman.com. I'd love to hear your feedback and share it on the show. So, uh, as far as you folks who are not Amanda, I hope that you have hopefully learned a thing or two about how to interpret uh, both a natal chart unto itself as well as the moving planets that are affecting it. And this ends our listener chart. Living a harmonious life can be difficult, especially these days when things are moving so fast. You'd think that those of us committed to personal and spiritual growth would have it easier, but sometimes it seems as if our lofty aspirations cause us to face even greater challenges. Fortunately, you have a map to guide you, your astrology chart. It can reveal a wealth of information about your soul purpose, your optimal career, and your ideal romantic partner. Spirituality, timing, relocation, your chart, when interpreted by an insightful, experienced astrologer, can provide helpful insights into every area of life. And since the moving planets keep activating different parts of your chart, getting astrology updates at least once a year can help you keep focused on what's important now. But astrology is only the beginning here at Astro Shaman. We also offer shamanic healing, which can reduce or eliminate physical, emotional, and mental issues. Your shamanic healing session will also equip you with simple, powerful techniques you can use on your own to help you take your healing and spiritual awakening to the next level. We also offer other services to help improve your life, including awakening activation, electional astrology, mentoring, and more. All are equally effective in person or by phone or Skype. A digital recording of your session is included, and my guarantee makes it risk-free. If you don't feel that your experience was helpful, it's free. To learn more, visit astroshaman.com. I love my work, and I look forward to helping you. We're wrapping up this episode. This Week in Astrology is honored to be chosen by Feedspot as one of the Internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, chances to win a free consultation, and have your chart interpreted on the show. You can also donate to support us. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. From there, you'll be automatically redirected to the This Week in Astrology area of astroshaman.com. Thank you so much for listening. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way. This Week in Astrology is copyright 2018 by Astro Shaman. All rights reserved, although enthusiastic sharing is encouraged. You can access our free comprehensive audio archive from thisweekinastrology.com. If you'd like me to illustrate the weekly forecast with your chart, please send me your date, time, and city of birth. This also gives you a chance to win a free session with me every month. I welcome your personal questions for my live listener consultation segments. I also welcome your general astrology questions and feedback. Just email info at astroshaman.com. I look forward to making you a part of This Week in Astrology. Here's the index. The overview begins at 1 minute 35 seconds. March 1st, 2 minutes 7 seconds. The 2nd, second, 233. The 5th, 305. The 6th, 441. The 9th, 1109. The 10th, 1135. The 11th, 1157. The 13th, 1234. The 14th and 15th, 1505. Next show's highlights, 1618. Announcements, 1804. And our listener chart, 2117. Thank you so much for listening to This Week in Astrology.